Right. Welcome everyone to Marriage as Well. This is Philip Thomas, your host. Today I have a very, very special guest, DeShazer, the man behind Marriage as Well. What I wanted to talk to you about today was um, 2020, specifically COVID and effects that I think it has on marriages. to be behind a platform that is um can be that can provide value towards relationship marriages family um you know i definitely you know i'm not going to take all the credit my wife she came up with the name uh i just built the brand you know my wife wanted to you know she wants to build something a community like a safe place for married couples you know you have like tiktok out there and all these other social media platforms that you know, uh, promotes sexuality. And when you're trying to be married, you know, you don't want to have to deal with that. And so even if you listen to podcasts or watch YouTube videos, you know, it's always somehow seems to promote towards, you know, almost anti anything anti-marriage. And so we wanted to create this platform that is a community, you know, for married couples that they can feel safe to go and receive information without worried about, you know, disrespecting their marriage and whatnot, you know? So I'm, I'm honored to also have Philip as a host because, you know, um, not only is he, you know, funny, has a great personality and lives the example of what a marriage should look like, but he's also a faith believer. And we know in times like this, it's important to definitely have that trust and faith in God, especially to get us through what we're going through. Um, And that's the kind of leaders we should look for people who actually are, who are um, anchored, no, no pun intended to that, but who are anchored towards, you know, something bigger than what we are, you know, than what we, you know, than here, than this, than an earthly um, understanding. So, um, so yeah, that's, um, so I'm DeShazer. I'm a little bit about me, you know, I'm 29. I've been married to my wife for almost four years. We have two beautiful daughters. Um, and we actually have a coaching, marriage coaching service called Mountaineer Marriage, as well as a podcast are of our own called Perfect Marriage Podcast. And um, but you know that's more of our teaching and critical. Like we got couples that who are you know not doing well in their marriage and they need that help. Like that's you know Perfect Marriage Podcast is for that. You know where we can actually cater towards people who are actually in need of that. You know fixing of the relationship of the marriage. So. But um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's amazing, man. You know, because you mentioned that during these times you need to be anchor, and we're actually using the anchor app right now. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> we have an obstacle. We have a challenge right right now. We have COVID. So, personally, mm-hmm. I feel as though that when it comes to marriage and this coronavirus being at home, on one end it has helped increase the communication. You know, whether you want it to increase your communication with your spouse or not. And so 
let me just jump in. Let me stop beating around the bush. I, I think it's great. I'm spending mm-hmm. more time with my wife, but sometimes I think we're spending too much time together. So <laughs> you got to try to find <laughs> a nice balance with that. You got to give each other space, but you still have to kind of know when you're knocking on the door of being annoying or, you know, to be you know grateful. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely think that being uh quarantined if you will and i mean by quarantine like you know a lot of people are getting laid off and they have a lot more time than they realize that they could have um i think that they're starting to see a lot of reveal okay just like you know you're starting to see a lot of things revealed in you know the society and the government um a lot of people is it where so this is a whole nother world right and then the world of marriage a lot of people are starting to see you know reveal a lot of issues in their marriage mm-hmm. and realize that they weren't really best friends in a way. They were just kind of doing marriage, you know, because now you have to deal with certain issues and, and then it's all about how you deal with it and what you do and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, people are starting to really see that, you know, uh, revealing yeah, and yeah. the veil is being torn, you know? For example, uh, I think one... <laughs> You can take, I think, you know, you may start off take it as a net, you may start off taking it as a negative, but I think it really results Mm -hmm. ultimately at the end as a positive. But when you spend a lot of time around your spouse, you start hearing about habits that you have that you did not know that you have and that you did not know (laughs) were not normal, you know, like leaving the doors open Mm -hmm. in the cabinet or. Uh, leaving a baby bottle on top of the counter is forming a ring. Mm-hmm. And we constantly have someone telling you about this. You know, it starts to then dawn upon you because normally after you come back from your nine to five and you hear about your habits, leaving the door open, leaving the bottle on the counter, you don't really listen to that because you know, you're tired. You kind of zone everything out. But um, right. it, like I said before, it starts off as a negative, like, oh, she's nagging again. But when you really listen to it, do I really want to bump my head or someone bump wrist someone bump their head on that door do i really want to replace this you know dresser you know due to a ring on or repaint it you see i'm coming from yeah i know that when you're married and you allow yourself to be vulnerable to your spouse regardless you're going to start seeing reflections of yourself maybe you're not even just issues in general but issues that you have because your spouse is with you all the time and they're going to tell you things about yourself that you may have never realized. And I think it takes the, you know, it's responsibility. It's the responsibility for either one of those people, the, the spouse to actually, you know, have a communicate uh, conversation say, Hey, is this something that's a hindrance to the marriage or, you know, is this something do I need to change? You know, and I think it's something to work on, you know, so I, I definitely agree, you know, but I also agree that it's important to, you know, what we do now is important um, because, you know, what they say, it takes uh, about 20 to 30 days to create a habit, right? right? So I think it's important to utilize this time to be conscious enough to say, look, let's create some positive habits because whatever we've been doing before, like, that's great. But, you know, if it is great, great. But if it's not, then let's make it better. Or if it is great, we just make it better. Um, and I think it's just really being conscious enough to say, like, you know, let's create habits now because what, you know, if we're arguing for 30 days, we're going to come out of quarantine or come out of the pandemic arguing. And, and then we talk about health uh, effects, too. Like when you are when you're stressed and you're arguing, arguing, then you are. 
multiplying those stress hormones, you know, cortisol, you're, 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 you know, hiring the cortisol and that's not going to help you to fight off diseases that, that is around us, right. you know, um, because we have natural, you know, something called IGA levels and forgive me if I forget the actual, uh, word, it's a long word, but you know, you can search it. It's called IGA. And what IGA is when you raise your IGA levels in your body, it actually helps you fight off diseases and sickness and, and viruses and whatnot. So we have to be careful to not, you know, we're supposed to be partners, you know, we can't kill each other. And I mean that literally, you know, we can't allow ourselves to kill each other um, because that's what we're doing. We stress, we argue, fight. So we have to allow uh, this, you know, opportunity to create great habits, you know, during this time of COVID. Yeah. Speaking of habit, I realized something the other day. Um, I listen more, but I think I listen too fast, too quickly and jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. For instance, we was talking about hotels and my budget. I had already said, I said, let's have a budget of about no more than $120, okay, $25, pushing it. Okay, then my wife comes to me and says, hey, look, um, got a nice hotel. I said, okay, how much is it? She said, it's going to be 200 a night for three nights. I said, what the hell? We just talked about the budget. And <laughs> then she finally got around to letting me know, due to coronavirus, you have service fees, you have uh, cleaning fees that tackles on an additional $100. She said, now, the original price to get the room is 100 bucks, but with this additional mm-hmm. service fee and the cleaning fee is now 200 bucks. What mm-hmm. I should have done was just let her finish with her whole spiel, right? And I would have caught on the fact that she did find something around the budget, just you know, extra fees. Now, mm-hmm. I, I know that you know maybe she could have done something a little different. Maybe she could have let, started off saying something like, hey, look, um, the rooms, you know, I, I found something within budget. However, there's additional fees. It's going to make it $200. So I think there's room for both of us to have said things a little bit different. But since she came to me from a good place, I think I should have just really just slowed down, you know, my listening. You see what I'm saying there? So how easily that Yeah. <laughs> communication, man. Yeah. And I was waiting for that word. Yeah. Communication is a boy. That is a uh, that's a demon there. You see that? Because what happened was I blew up a little bit. Like two hundred dollars. What's wrong? You crazy? We already talked about you know budget yeah. twenty five. Then I just came downstairs and started checking my email. Didn't know there was more to it than that. Because my wife, the thing is, she tends to just lead with truth. Uh, mm. You know, a lot of us we tend to just think about okay, this is the truth. Let me think about the personality. How they're gonna receive this? Okay, let me prepare this a way in which. His personality will receive this well enough to have a you know intelligent conversation about it. You see what I'm saying? You gotta just think about your audience, your person who you're living with. And so I'm gonna start practicing that. So I'm gonna take myself through some drills and stuff. And next time she speaks to me about something we have an agreement upon, I'm just gonna slow down and listen to all the details. Hopefully right. it won't go on too long. And I'll let you know how that turns out. <laughs> let us let us know give us a <laughs> we'll check in on you with that communication man that's that's a that's a that's a definitely a giant that a lot of people you know because me and my wife has had conversations that we there was a lack of communication or we were misunderstood what the other person said we were mad for like two three days come to find out that whatever was said was never intended to be yeah said the way it was said you see what i'm saying yeah. like <laughs> and so wasted in it wasted day right you know it's funny because you know, before COVID, I honestly can't see a difference for a few reasons. One, because before COVID, ever since me and my wife got married, you know, 
I've always been a freelancer. So I've typically worked from home or if there was a time when I wasn't working, then I was just a stay at home dad because, you know, my wife is in the military. My wife's name's Tia. She's in the military. She's been in the military for years. Okay. And so, you know, and then plus two, our kids have been home as well, you know, so we, you know, cause we have young girls. So we've never really, this is not too much of a difference as far as like, you know, what we've been dealing with. Um, so <laughs> I can't talk about specifically the transition of like the difference between like, you know, before COVID now, because we've this, it's almost like we've been prepared for this. So for me, because we actually, for us, because we work with other couples and stuff, we're very aware of the difference right. um, and we're able to help them uh, with the issues. Um, but it's probably good because we, we've been dealing with being together. I remember when we first got married, we lived in, uh, in Atlanta next to the Fox theater. There's a, um, for those of you who know of Atlanta, um, there's a Fox theater is like the big the, uh, theater in town that uh, they do a lot of plays and whatnot. And right next to it, there's an apartment called Solace Apartments. Yeah. And we stayed in that apartment when she was pregnant, you know, because I wanted to choose something that was small. There was like a little grocery store at the bottom. There was a business center, a gym. Everything was inside that apartment. I was like, you know what? This is a great idea because she doesn't have to go far, yada, yada. Right. But the problem is, we were in a one bedroom apartment, uh, less than 700 square foot. Oh, we had one of those. Oh my goodness. And it was just, you know, there was, you know, Ava was getting into stuff. I had like my recording equipment, you know, we had a hard time watching her Ooh. and it was very, very tight, very stressful. Yeah, <laughs> it was tight. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was tight. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, we had to, we had to deal with it. And that was probably for me, that was probably the most challenging thing in our marriage when it comes to you know transition of like um you know uh how do you put it maybe not covid of like just being because i wasn't work because i was working parts and like i had the job i had right it was like a ready reserve so i only worked like once or twice a month okay. so i was home most of the time doing business at home so that right there was tough being so in such small quarters and then being home all the time. And then she wasn't full-time in the Army at the time. So yeah. she was just laid off of her job at ExpressJet because she worked for an airlines company as well. Okay. And she had got laid off. So we were just home all the time. The time. <laughs> and so a lot of the times I would just play video games and stuff. But yeah. when I was in video games, we were just pretty much, you know, arguing. Like, it's hard to imagine that time, though, to be honest with you, though, because it was just... You know, we stay pretty busy. Entrepreneurs, you know, being entrepreneurs, we try to stay pretty busy and whatnot. So I'm glad it's hard you said to like. That. I'm glad you said that. Stay pretty busy. That's uh -huh. what, and I'm glad you mentioned uh, everything you just said because that just <laughs> prompted this next thought uh, I wanted to share. Um, yeah, since we're here all the time around one another, mm -hmm. and you mentioned we're pro, you know, project. I think you mentioned projects. So yeah, she likes to do paint by numbers like you like to play video games. I like to play Madden. My daughter, okay. she likes to um, paint as well or draw or okay. color or something. So that's really been helping us out being in these close quarters all the time and still not driving one another's crazy. We right. all have like a little project sometimes. We do simultaneously or, you know, sometimes I have to just come down to the basement and get some stuff done. But yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. And I, and that's true. Like, I think the busy, you know, even the Bible says the idle mind is a devil's workshop. 
You know, when you, when you're, when you, when you don't allow your mind and I love, there's a book called outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. Mm. And he talks about that. There are people out there who are called drifters, right? And when you're a drifter, you're pretty much kind of, your mind is not occupied with anything intentionally, like that you want to be doing. It's just kind of, there's nothing going on. Like you have no purpose, no goal, no drive. And that's a very dangerous place to be. Right. So I would definitely say during COVID, during the time that things are very strange and things are closed off, you can't really, you're not comfortable going out to bars and restaurants, like still occupy your mind with something that is stimulating, you know, whether it's starting a new hobby, you said your wife likes, and I saw some of her paintings too, like it's pretty, it's really impressive. Yeah, paint you know? by numbers. Paint by numbers, paint without numbers, it doesn't matter. I suck at painting, so I'm very impressed with, you know. Yeah, but you go over there. What that basically means is you go over there, do your thing, and I'm gonna do mine uh, right over here. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter so. does her thing. Um, uh, before I forget, just to throw this in there, um, I just feel like you know, like I mentioned earlier, you're at home around your wife all the mm-hmm. time, you're gonna notice some habits, or the other person's gonna bring your habits to the surface before you, right? You're gonna call yourself trying to work on these habits, but guess what? Mm-hmm. it's going to take some time. It took time to build those habits. It, it mm-hmm. you get comfortable with those habits when the habits not to be considered habits to you, but just the way you do things. And so mm-hmm. my main point is, say for instance, you're trying to do something different. You still may mess up and do the same exact thing. You have to give yourself time. COVID is kind of mm-hmm. giving you that time to get better. So yeah. um, don't try to rush it. Just try to take it step by step. Um and just, you know, talk to your spouse about it. And without making what a therapist once told me one day is don't try to make grand announcements when you do something nice. Don't be like, look, I took out the garbage can. Uh, hope somebody helped me clean up around. Help somebody sweep the floor. I took out the garbage can. I don't wash the baby bottles. Uh, yeah, just saying. Brother, want to feel appreciated. I got to stop yeah. making those grand announcements, too. This book I did read, and one thing I did like was it said that when you're constantly like getting compliments and stuff like that, it actually gives you a dopamine kick and actually weakens your drive a little bit. Sex drive or another type of drive here? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> it's not that topic. Not yet. No. Don't give it more yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just it's just constantly learning during this crisis, uh, this pandemic. Unfortunately, while we're learning, improving our marriage. Uh, you also have people out there that are losing their lives, and people that are losing loved one, loved ones, you know, within a marriage. So that that's really tough, right there. So I'm starting to take some time away from me trying to self improve or improve the marriage. I'm reaching out to more family and friends, you know, trying to see what's going on with them. Um, several people my side of the family passed away. My dad's side. Mm. I uh, got some friends, same thing. So I'm trying to, you know, share this time, take some of the time I have. To reach out to them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you guys? Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, sadly, it's like me and Tier are so busy with stuff. It's hard for me to kind of mm-hmm. uh, reach out to stuff or reach out to people. But uh, you know, I definitely send text messages and messages. You know, when I think about it, I do uh, make a conscious effort to reach out to people. To be honest with you, like ever since this pandemic hit, it really did not make us, it didn't give us more free time. We actually hit the ground running. I mean, I wrote a book called Mountaineer Marriage and, you know, I wrote two books actually. One's not released. Uh, one's just waiting to get released until I see what's going on with the, the first book. 
you know, we created Mar- Mountaineer Marriage. We're also creating like an educational portion for it. So we just been, if anything, way more busy than usual, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you know, you said something too that uh, caught my attention too. You said you've been making improvement, but speaking of improvements, you know, I, I see on your Instagram, like you do a lot of like stuff around the house and oh, whatnot. Yeah. DIY, yeah. do it yourself. Yeah, and I think that's great, especially now if you think about like capitalizing on that, because if you think about now, people are really starting to, like I said, be aware of like that the fact that they need to actually learn to do that stuff for themselves. They don't want people in their house. And, you know, if you, you know, fast food is not really evidently is not selling real meat now, you know, because we're having a food shortage. So now is the time to learn. Like my stepdad, he started growing food into, you know, he started, he's growing food now, uh, vegetables, and he has a garden and stuff. So, you know, um, I think that people are starting to be more naturalists in a way, I guess, if that's the word, you know, they're starting to garden, they're starting to do home improvement and do things themselves. And we've, we forgot that, you know, we just got caught up in hiring people and going to fast food and (laughs) going to restaurants, you know? So I think that's contagious too, though. It's contagious too when you see or hear about someone making those improvements around the house and their own. Like for instance, I saw my neighbor the other day, he was pressure washing his driveway. I'm like, oh damn, I guess I gotta do that too. Cause I looked at his driveway and I looked at mine, night and day, literally. <laughs> his is like nice tan, mine's is nice dark gray. Yeah. You know, it's just all the sap of the tree look, like it's been there for like a thousand it's, years. It's got I'm some like, age on it. It's got some age on it, some years on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta go to Home Depot to the, the rental department and you know. You see what I'm saying? It just wakes you up. You can tell you it's a good thing, though. And then you're getting out of the house, fresh air, exercise. So you're right. It, it's teaching you to be self-sufficient, doing things yourself, because you don't want people really coming to your house right now. You don't know. So it's it's more productive and safer just to do it yourself. So so let me let me ask you this, then, because I notice a lot of people are doing home improvement, which is great. But... What about the financial aspect? Because are we, do you think we're spending more money now, spending less money? I mean, because I see a lot of people doing a lot of improvements on the house. I, I look at it, um, you're saving a lot. Like, for instance, a good example, um, mm-hmm. check engine light came on. You don't want to, I'm going to have a film come out about that. Uh, do it yourself, <laughs> films by PT. Uh, that's going to be a okay. one coming out. Uh, long story short, Check engine light came on. Went to AutoZone. They give you the computer box. You take it out to your car. You connect it. They're not allowed to come to your car anymore. So I connected mm-hmm. and took it back in the store. He said, you need a mass air uh, flow sensor. I'm like, what the hell is that? He said, <laughs> he said it regulates the air coming to the car. It affects uh, gas mileage. And I'm like, oh, that's it? He said, also, it can make your car shut off, too. I said, yeah, how much is mm-hmm. that? He says a hundred and some dollars. It was $124. So, okay. And he also said, now you can also go another route. You can buy the mass airflow sensor cleaner. All right. So I bought both. So I ended up, mm-hmm. I came home. I looked at a YouTube video. I found out how to do it. I took out the sensor. I cleaned it. Guess what? Engine light, check engine light went off. That's mm. $124. I would have had to wow. spend. None, none, don't, don't even look. You're not even looking at the fact that what if I would have went to the dealership? They would have charged for the part. They would have charged for uh, uh, labor. But no, mm. I bought the part for 124 because they only had one left. I kept my receipt. And mm. when I cleaned that, the original one, I took the original part back to the store. That was $124. Mm. I, I got that. So in, in return, you know, I actually only spent, say, $5. 
that could have been two hundred dollars, but I, you know, I only spent five. So, but I, I mean, you, but you, you know, and it's has a, a lot of it has to do with effort too. You, you uh, took the effort and initiative to actually do the research and, you know, uh, do yeah, you know, today these times, man, you just. You can't be lazy. You really can't. You like, cannot afford to be lazy. You cannot. Yeah. It's bad habits for your kids. Your kids need yeah. to see you uh, communicating better because they're around mm-hmm. you more. They need to mm-hmm. see you using your mind for something positive. Otherwise, they're just going to hop on a video game or do something that's not going to be you know, good for them. You have mm-hmm. to not be lazy. You're right. Yeah. So I think that the important thing is you know, really, and you know, they say, here's something they say that's very important too. They say families who, um, families who actually eat dinner together at the same time, typically have better communication. They have, they plan better. And I, I totally agree with that because you have to, as busy as it is, you have to have time to sit down and talk about what's going on. Like, you know, Hey, educate your kids like my daughters they know about my oldest knows about COVID-19 she knows why she can't go to the playground she goes because the virus is out to get her you know she's like the yeah. virus, you know, my youngest will be like trying to touch stuff in the in the store and Ava will be like you know Genesis don't touch that the virus is you know we had the virus you know right. so because we had that conversation during dinner you know and I think it's important to especially as a man as a leader of your family you have to set time out to have those moments those times to have conversation communicate plan strategize because you know this world is pretty as people try to paint it out to be as entertaining and you know safe and all that kind of stuff is really not as safe as they make it seem and we have to strategize through life every single day we have to be cautious of everything we do intentional of everything we think everything we do you know i i definitely respect that of you, um, Philip, you know, Appreciate doing that. those things because I, I did not, you know, I think we had, you know, in the live podcast Instagram, you were saying about the relationship with your father. And for me, I did not have a father to learn these things from. I had to learn this stuff from people like you going on YouTube, you know, learning like, okay, how does he do it? You know? So I appreciate that because this is the only resource that I had to grow up with. You know, no one taught me how to do stuff, um, like that. You know, and as a, as a father and a husband, you know, you kind of have to know how to be use your hands for the most. Yeah. So, so normally I just take a look at other videos and I and I just keep them in mind and I just kind of look at the fact, OK, he left that part out. He left that part out. And so I, let me create a video that brings both those parts back to the equation. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I saw someone talking about a, about do a light picture just turn off the switch inside of the house then change it oh no but it's that sounds risky so another video one guy say turn off the cut the power you know utility box one guy say use a, a voltage pin just double check to make sure there's no electricity still flowing so i mm. took a combination of all those items so when you look at my video um you're going to see that not only did i turn off the switch i cut the power and i have a voltage pin just double check you see what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so here's my issue, though. Like, I had no problem learning to do stuff. The problem is stuff gets dangerous. And when I tried to fry chicken on my own, I caught myself on fire. Oh, so you, the chicken's supposed to be cooking, not you. Uh, right. That it, that was the original plan. But the problem is I never learned how to, like, fry chicken on my own. So Man. I tried to go on YouTube and learn how to do it. Got the oh, grease too dude. hot. Wet the chicken put it in there, thing combust. I threw it down the drain. There was water down there, shot up like a volcano. 
grease got on me. I caught on fire, oh, and I was not. You good. caught on fire. Wow. I caught on. So heard on that. Heard about that. Before. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> let me explain something to you. It has affected me in a way where now I have triggers. Like now, you know, I'm trying to take the uh you know change a tire off my wife's car right oh, no. but the lug yeah. nuts are a little bit harder than usual now i'm afraid if i put too much weight on it, i'm gonna hurt myself you know that gave me some serious trigger it so, slow you down yeah it slows you down but attention about what you do and what you say yeah right but my thing is i was just i was going too quick uh trying to do this and it was late at night and i didn't do the research so I'm trying to reframe my mind from those triggers, but uh, yeah, you definitely have to be careful with stuff that you do and do your research <laughs> because when it comes to electrical work, yeah, I know that's nothing to play with, <laughs> you know. It's not. That's why you see I went through all those safety measures because um, on that same exact uh, footage that you saw on Instagram, you don't know. I didn't show. Maybe I should have recorded. It. Maybe I should kept this in there, but. <laughs> Um, I tried, I, I, I was messing around with the switch right before I was about to, you know, tinker with the wires and stuff. And the light came on. I'm like, what the hell? Why yeah. is the light on? I thought I turned off the power in the garage. Right. My wife said, oh, I turned the power back on. I was like, why did you turn the switch back on? I could have got shut. <laughs> she said, because I thought you did it on purpose. So I wouldn't be able to, uh, she wanted yeah. to do something in the room, hang up a picture. Oh, God. Welcome to marriage, it. folks. Welcome to marriage. You said, I don't want to hang up the picture. And I said, do it yourself. And she thought I right. purposely turned off the light so she couldn't see what to do. And then she go turn the switch back on outside. But guess what? Oh, God. Thank God I had that voltage pin. The voltage pin let me know, hey, look, power's back on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if it's so that vulture's pin, like what what would have happened exactly? The pin, uh, it just beep, 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 beep. if it detects electrical current within the wiring, it it'll beep. Yeah. That means don't touch it. Oh, but so if you didn't have that, if it wasn't working right or you didn't have it, then you would have shocked yourself. I probably got a little shock. Hopefully, it would have been a little oh. shock. Yeah, that would a little shock. Exactly. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So communication yeah. is key. You see, like communicate, like you said, you can say something and somebody can take it the wrong way. I thought right. that she turned off the, uh, turn, I thought she turned the power back on because she was trying to shock me. She thought right. I turned the power <laughs> off because I didn't want her to uh, put the thing on the wall. So hopefully this right here could, you know, uh, bring some light to somebody else's marriage, thing they can work on or understanding of why I get upset about this or help them identify triggers, you know. During this time of COVID, you know, because I know that a lot of people are going through stuff that it's not all fun and games. It's not a joke because people's marriages on the line, you know, they really don't know what to do. Well, I'm going to tell you what to do. Literally, you surround yourself around platforms like this positivity. That's why it's important that we produce information that you can trust will help you enrich your marriage because the only way to change is to change your environment. I was having a conversation with someone the other day. She said she don't believe people can change. And I told her, I said, that's not true. She goes, well, how? I said, well, you, you change your environment, change the people you hang around, change the things you hear, you know, because if you hear it all the time, then that's just what you're going to believe. That's right. But if you're, you're surrounding yourself with people who are positive and, you know, it's like another guy. <clears throat> I'm working with this guy. Uh, I'm working on this movie and he's a producer and we were having a conversation. He was saying that, you know, he loves being around people who are better than him because, it pushes him to grow. Yes. And that's what we have to do. We have to push ourselves to grow. We have to find outlets and resources like this that is going to empower a marriage, it's going to educate ourselves educate ourselves on what we should do, how to, you know, um, you know, uh create a strong partnership with our spouse and 
you know, a strong bond with our children. That's very important to do that. I agree 100%. It's all about who you're around, positive vibe. I have a friend. Uh, he's sick right now, not doing too well. Hopefully uh, things change. Uh, Kwanzaa Henderson, he always said um, positive vibes and tight lines. I know we used to fish all the time. You want to keep your line tight. So it's mm. kind of a, a double thing there. I forgot what you call it, double entendre. I'm not. I sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah, tight lines and positive vibe. You want to keep your line tight when you're fishing, and you want to stay positive. Also, you want to have tight lines with people uh, that are positive in your life, and you want to try to maintain good vibes between you and that person too. Mm-hmm. Tight lines and positive vibes. So yeah. and don't neglect your kids during this time either. I know. Oh my goodness, I know people are tired because their kids are it's impossible to it's neglect. Cool. Them. <laughs> they yeah, are there. But, no, what I mean, I mean neglect them. I mean, emotionally, you know, mm-hmm. because I know kids are in, they're in, they're doing school at home and stuff. And oh, God. You know, I just, I'm hoping that parents are taking their kids out to do stuff, you know, because you're around them all the time. So you kind of forget to do things, mm-hmm. you know, like that you used to do, like take a trip or go. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's tough when it, considering the situation that we're in, you yeah. know, we can't do everything we used to do. But I mean, my family, we went to Myrtle Beach, you know, I'm part of a Mustang club and you know, every once in a while, they'll take a trip once a month. And we went to Myrtle Beach with them. And it was amazing. I mean, we had a nice hotel on the beach. You know, we uh, we went to some car shows. Mm-hmm. We went to some car shows, saw like over a thousand Mustangs and like a Hooters and a Bass Pro Shop uh, a parking lot. And it was a great Hooters. experience. Yeah, Hooters. Did, what, did uh, I let you go there? Y'all went there together? We both wow. went. Yeah, yeah. On that level, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my wife said, you go to Hooters, I'm going to wear a shirt to show all my breasts. I'm like, oh, you do what you got to do, okay? Right. You do what you got to do. <laughs> but uh, but no, it was it was really, we were just all hanging out in the parking lot, and that's just where the meat was, and it was just an amazing experience. So just, you know, I think, oh, my goodness, and I want to, you know, we should definitely provide some ideas like that, too, like, you know, to help people try to figure out what they can do without having to be crowded around other people, you know, yeah. so many, so many, so many opportunities, so many things to do. So if you don't mind, just for the last few minutes, you know, just tell us about you a little bit. Tell us about the host, you know, tell us, uh, you know, who yeah. Philip, what do you have going on? What's your business? What do you do? Um, your, okay. You know, your, your, your purpose. Yeah. Well, Philip Thomas, originally from Rosedale, Mississippi, the original uh, city of brotherly love. I know they also mm. say that about Philadelphia cool thing mm. about philadelphia my dad's name is philip and my mother's name is delphia that is true um yeah man life coach been through so much too much to uh just talk about right now um with people if people want to follow me they can go on youtube to diy films by pt you know going back to what we talked about earlier doing things for yourself so i have a series of different videos showing you how to do things for yourself around your house save you some money give you some things to do and also um, pretty soon, uh, it's going to take off, uh, philipyourlife.com. You know, that's when I talk about my story. You know, as a kid, I've always wanted to move to California or Florida. I was able to do both. So my logo, you're going to see two palm trees. That's because I was able to move to both states. And I like to just, I'm going to start, you know, just talking about what was that journey like, all the setbacks, you know, in the trenches type situation, you know, when the girl broke up with her, what did I do the very next Five minutes from then, an hour, a day, week, how did that help me? Uh, quick example, the relationship I know was going south. She broke it up before I was able to do so. I felt, you know, lack of control. I was upset. 
So 30 nights straight, I went to the girls' dormitory. They had the fastest computers. I applied for jobs to work in California or Florida for 30 nights straight. And before I even graduated from, you know, Mississippi State, I had already flown out to California, had an interview, and gotten a job and found a way to get housing for myself. Mm. I had all that taking place before I even walked across that stage. So you see what I'm saying? Mm. So I want to just talk about, you know, the pain uh, in, in different situations and how I was able to soothe, uh, soothe within that and then rise above that. The soothing part is what prevents people from rising because they just, you know, just, they just so into, they so down about the situation itself. And it seemed like it's a hopeless situation, but there's always light in the, the tunnel. It's not going to be as bright as you want it to be when you look down there. You may not even see no damn light, but you have to take, take steps towards that. You can't just hope the light is there. Sometimes you have to do things to produce that. You know what I'm saying? And that's where growth comes in. So I want to just share things like that. It's going to be by podcast. It may be uh, via Zoom. It may be a sketch. You know, it's going to be, uh, it's, I'm just going to get the, the message out there. This is what I had to deal with. And this is how I'm going to show you how I overcame. And so, awesome. and that's going to be on my website, uh, philipyourlife.com. That's P-H-I-L-L-U-P-Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E.com, philipyourlife.com. Yeah, if y'all need some some coaching, go to this dude because, uh, you know, we, like I said, I think the biggest thing is just being positive and a lot, you know, we just, we just need that. We need positive. We need guidance. We need leadership, you know. So, um, man, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I take I, off very soon. That's going to take off. I say, what's the day? What's the day's date? Today is the 18th. I say about the 1st of October. Uh, I'm going to have about several postings up there about some things I had to go through and how they would overcome. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we definitely see a lot of things, you know, happening for Married as Wealth. And not even and as soon as, you know, the pandemic you know, uh, dials down, you know, we definitely, there's so many things that we want to do as far as events wise, anything we want to be here for you. Um, because we want you to know, you don't have to do marriage alone, you know? Um, I like that. And there's a, there's a lot of people here who are, you know, who's been through it and we want to provide that wealth, um, into your, your relationship. So, yes. So yeah, cool, cool. Well, um, so I'm just, you know, uh, um, we're still building the Marriage as Wealth website up and the merchandise and everything. So okay. for those of you who are listening, who are part of our live, thank you for your patience. Uh, it's just a lot of stuff that goes into what we're trying to ultimately do. Right. Um, but, you know, don't worry. We'll, we'll try to get this stuff up and live very soon so we can, like I said, um, one of the things we're trying to do is the Marriage as Wealth University. So. We're trying to provide different oh. courses, like DIY, like yourself, you know, providing those courses for people um, to, to be able to do things, um, you know, and just do the research and watch videos and, and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so many things that we're trying to do. All right. Looking forward to it, man. Hey, thanks for joining today. This was awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the wrap, man. All right. I'll see. We'll see y'all next episode. <laughs> next episode. Take care.